sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all warble like nightingales. Hello again out there in Birdland. It's uh, Anson Tebbets along with Chip uh, Darmstadt. Your weekend edition of For the Birds, uh, creeping towards August, but still a good portion of July still left on this uh, yeah the middle of July weekend. So there's um, still a lot of activity out there, and um, I would have to say, Chip, we're, we're seeing like um, fledglings now, baby birds, as we like to call it. Yeah, indeed. You know, people often say that. Summer is kind of the boring time for birding, um, but you know there is so much happening. Especially if you enjoy watching bird behavior, not just seeing different species of birds, but actually watching and seeing what they're doing. And this time of year, they're really busy <laughs> raising families, uh, tending to uh, recently fledged young. So I'm having a good time seeing birds out of the nest for the first time. Mm. What kind of birds are you seeing? You know, it's, it's the kind of birding where you can do it on your back deck, in your backyard. I, I was sitting on the deck with family, and this baby robin had been calling. Uh, and I, you know that call they do? It's, you can tell it's a robin, but it doesn't sound quite right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, it's this baby begging. And this baby just fell or jumped or took that leap out of the nest, almost landed on the deck next to our dog, fortunately did not, <clears throat> managed to um, managed to stay aloft and landed right, you know, across the yard in a, in a hawthorn tree and just kind of sat there awkwardly, uh, you know, gripping the branch with like a big leaf under its wing. It was just, it was just hilariously awkward uh, and just started calling and waiting for mom or dad to come bring it some food yeah and I'm always astonished you know I can go right into to the when the leaves come off and I will miss like I walked by this tree probably a hundred times during the summer and all of a sudden I realized oh there was a robin's nest in that tree all, all along I just didn't see it or wasn't observant enough I know exactly what you mean and you know I was trying to find the nest in didn't, you know, we could see where it came from, but couldn't really see the nest. And yeah, all is revealed later on, isn't it? And the leaves are off the trees. Yeah. So the, um, so occasionally people find a bird that may have, um, it's still learning to fly. Maybe it's not really got its full wing strength yet. Um, yeah. what's the best advice if you find a, 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 a young bird? Well, the, you know, if it's not in danger, if there's not a dog or a cat nearby, and often there is, um, the best thing is to just leave it be um, or to get it to someplace safe. If, if you can, if you see the nest, like, you know, if it's a nest on your porch, for example, and, um, and if, it's, if the nest isn't full of other young that are just about to fledge, you can put the bird back in the nest. It's not going to hurt anything. Uh, there's, you know, people often talk about birds smelling the scent of a human and rejecting the nest thing, but if you can get the bird back in the nest, that, that won't happen. The, the risk there, though, is that as you're putting the bird back in, 
other birds may fly out. So <clears throat> you can't do that if, if there's a whole nest full of birds about to fledge. Yeah. The next best thing I'd say is is getting it someplace safe, uh, you know, like in a thick bush or a really dense um, garden, patch of garden, someplace where there's cover for the bird um, and it won't be found. Or if, like, sometimes I put things in a bush um, where it could be on a, up off the ground a little bit, too, because often they'll, they'll be able to perch. Or if it's too little for that, even getting a berry basket or something like that and kind of uh, you know, somehow attaching it to the shrub and then putting the bird in that. Uh, because the, the parent birds are going to come feed it. <clears throat> Unless something has happened to the parent birds, they're going to find that bird and take care of it. Yeah, because our, our instinct might be to, um, to try to feed it or bring it inside and try to feed it. Um, but the parent most likely is still around, and if it gets back into the tree at some point, uh, they'll, they'll find a way to feed it, right? Exactly, yeah. And, you know, and we can theoretically, you know, feed the bird and help it to grow, but it's not going to get what it needs from the parents in terms of, you know, learning to be a bird. <laughs> it's going to be learning to be a human um, or in, in some cases habituating on a human. Um, so better, so much better. It, it's, you know, if the, if the bird, the, the parent birds can take care of that that bird uh, that's definitely the best thing for the bird i mean i have i have a hard time just booking a flight um online i can't imagine trying to teach a young bird how to fly you know yeah <laughs> you can try <laughs> <laughs> good try yeah well, they did that with you know cranes right or i guess they were teaching them to yeah to, where to migrate to so you know it, it can be done but yeah. yeah parent birds are the ones that yeah need to be raising the young if that all possible yeah, they, they, that's with the hooping cranes. So they they got those little, I don't know what they call it, what they were like, but the, yeah, they would uh, they would train them to go from was it was it Oklahoma to Texas or it was one of those one of those areas that they would they would train them. Some spectacular video was achieved by that. But yeah, that's um, that's yeah. A, some serious research. That's not a uh, Something yeah. you, 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 you you do on your own. So I'm seeing um, and, and I'm hearing uh, more and more uh, bluebirds seem to be they're probably you are on their second or maybe even their third batch, but probably most likely their second one. But I'm, I'm hearing more and more bluebirds uh, lately on the wires and and near the farm on the uh, on the wires. So it's kind of cool. Nice. You know, the, um, I love what baby birds, baby bluebirds look like, the immature is that they look so different. You know, same shape and size, but that scaly look, um, kind of like how robins, baby robins have scaly red breasts, but with, you know, this feather scaling on the breast. And, and those baby bluebirds, same thing, very scaly overall appearance. So a lot of these baby birds look really interesting. Yeah, no, it's it could be a totally different looking bird if you're if you're not really familiar with them because they don't have their full plumage yet, right? They're not really um, equipped with that. But migration of uh, bluebirds in the fall, you can see what dozens come through at a time um, headed south at, at one point after they've had their young. Yeah, if you're in the right spot at the right time, uh, they're one of those birds that that do migrate during the day. So I, I, at the North Branch Nature Center, there'd be times when there'd be a bluebird on every post in the fall uh, as, they're, as they're moving south. Uh, and yeah, I think my high 
I was 19 at one point. I remember that day because they were everywhere. Mm. 19 bluebirds in one spot. That's that's yeah. fantastic. We're listening to a chatter here, uh, Chip, a little bit. Let me see if I can get some more of the uh, sort of the bubbly sound of the uh, eastern bluebird. Let's take a listen here. Here we go. Just a beautiful song. Yeah, it's unique. There's nothing else like it out there, is there? Sort of. Uh, well, you know, I don't even know how to describe it. It's, it's a, it's a beautiful sound, though. And, uh, yeah, if you, you know, you have to be in the right place, uh, of course. In Vermont, they're pretty widespread. Um, not so much in, in urban or suburban areas, but out in the countryside, farm country, especially if there's hedgerows and um, fields. Uh, so, the, you know, they during migration, you can see them other places, but they're pretty picky about their habitat. You know, if it's just a hay field with no places to perch, you won't find bluebirds. And as we know, they, they readily accept um, houses, bluebird houses put out for them. So if you have good habitat, it's, it's never too late to put up a box. You may not get any nesting this year, but uh, hopefully uh, when they're migrating through in the fall, they may notice that box and uh, be spot the nest next year. Yeah. So build it and they might come, you know? Exactly. Good stuff. Well, we do have to um, fly out of here for another weekend. Uh, hoping you enjoy your um, July weekend and we'll be back next weekend with more bird uh, chatter. Until then, I'm Edson Tebbets. I'm Chip Darmstadt. Or the birds. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Now you all know the word Tweet, tweet, tweet